Hey, Storm Freaks, it's Phil. Hey, get your cameras because we're talking with all three winners of the 2021 Storm Photo of the Year contest. This year I picked up a, another one for hiking because it's it's a pain in the butt to lug that. Eight extra pound eight pounds. Around. Yeah, extra eight pounds around. <laughs> so I, I picked up an FLM this year and I've taken it hiking a couple times and it's, you know, if it gets windy, you just spread the legs out a little bit, you know. <laughs> We're also bringing our hashtag WeatherFools this week, and WeatherTrollBot5000 has an upgrade. It's all on episode 155 of the Storm Front Freaks podcast. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. Welcome to the most entertaining weather podcast. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks podcast. I want to thank our Patreon members that support the show, including those that are joining us live tonight on the stream. Uh, We'd already talked about in our our pre-show here, Curtis. uh, Curtis was on from Canada, so Curtis is on. And also our VIPs in the green room, they're all here tonight. We got Angela and Garrett and Dan and uh, Angela's not on the road tonight, so she's actually at home, That's which which is cool. So that, and she's drinking, which is fun. Um, <laughs> it's always fun for everybody, right? You can also join us, uh, whether it's watching our live recording on YouTube or joining us uh, in our green room. Uh, check it out at patreon.com slash stormfrontfreaks. Uh, you can be with us for every episode. So it's always happy hour every time we record. If you're new to the show, it's kind of our way to introduce our co-hosts, but also let you know we drink. Yeah, we do. And we like to have a little fun and and talk weather. That's kind of how we do things around here. So uh, we're going to go around the horn. And and lately, I've been kind of wanting to get to know the co-hosts a little better. So we're going to ask an additional question. So tonight, not only what are you drinking, but also what's what was your favorite teenage Band. So I'm going to start with MJ up in Minnesota, our producer and Skywarn coordinator up in Minnesota. MJ, uh, so what are you drinking? And then I, I might have a hint at what your favorite teenage band was, obviously. But uh, you know, I, I wonder if you do. But um, I've tonight I released the Kraken, and Maz might recognize this glass. It's yes. a wonderful beverage. It's your third one. <laughs> Little sip there before I go. You know, so I thought about it, and of course I was a big Simon and Garfunkel fan, and that might be what you guessed. Um, not sure. No, I was I was gonna go with village people, but oh yeah, okay. No, how about Boston? I can go with Boston too. So either one of those yeah. is good. Boston. Boston. That sounds good. That sounds good. All right, Serena Arnold, our former meteorologist at the uh, Mount Wathen- uh, Mount Washington. Washington. I, like I need to have another one. Uh, Mount Washington <laughs> Observatory. So Serena, now that I know you live in New Hampshire, what uh, what are you drinking? And more importantly, what was your favorite teenage band? Yeah, um, so I'm drinking a beer tonight called Cloud Business, which is a uh, it's an IPA. Um, and my favorite band took me a while to think about this. I had a, a lot of them, um, but I'd have to say UB40. Nice. Oh, red wine. A little rat me kitchen. Yeah, it's uh, I love like just everything about it it's like one of my favorites very nice okay very good all right maz mark massaro our former on-camera meteorologist in cincinnati what's it what's am, in the glass and what's the band 
Well, you probably, it's not glass. You recognize this, right? I like that. I've got one. Yeah, it keeps the keeps the drink cold. It is Sailor Jerry, and uh, Jen will appreciate this Coke Zero. Oh. So I'm trying to limit the calories Arr, and still have the fun. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, band wise, Ario Speedwagon. Oh, uh, right, no kidding. The storm out. Yeah, nice. I saw them at the Minnesota State Fair. Good times. What year? Was it? What year? I I don't know. It, it was it was the year that they started playing state fairs. Oh that, wow, that's okay. what the year, year was. Uh, yeah, so cool. All right, uh, then Jen Watson, our contributor at the Weather Channel. Jen, what are what are you drinking and band? Um, so I was actually in the mood to drink tonight, um, except for I have a Weather Channel shoot tomorrow morning, so that's not happening. Um, I've got hot chocolate, but the mug is the most important thing. It says your enthusiasm is scaring everyone. Um, so I love this mug. <laughs> it's kind of my favorite, um, favorite band, uh, growing up, I would have to say is Dave Matthews band. I love Dave Matthews. Even now, um, I mm. listen to it all the time. So Mm-mm-mm. yeah, Mm-mm-mm. I need that mug. That mug is amazing. Is that who did I have the tiger? That was, that was, that was, a little swing and a miss, but I love yeah, the effort. Yeah, okay. and, and, and last but not least, uh, Brady Harris, our atmospheric science graduate. We know what you're drinking because you're hopped up on uh, some kind of drug med. Uh, but what? So, so what are you taking? And then, what was your favorite teenage band? You know, just like Jen, I really wanted to drink tonight, but I've got a Weather Channel shoot tomorrow too, so I can't. <laughs> I'm not going to be done. Well, I would, what I would say is. I my favorite band was probably Twenty One Pilots, and that was because I went to prom with the lead singer's sister. So oh that was kind of my wow. claim to fame. Serious, and I'm Ooh. sticking to it. <laughs> that was your claim to fame. Sticking to it. There you go, brother. <laughs> well, hey, you're you're a trooper for uh, sticking this out after having some uh, bicuspids ripped out or some molars or. Microbials, incisors, okay, term, yeah. whatever they're you gotta ask him, What does the other guy look like, right? Huh? Oh yeah, he's yeah. it's the other guy was a piece of food, but uh, good <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> cool. All right, Maz, let's uh, let's let's as entertaining as this is, let's get yeah, to our guest. Totally trying to help his rep, and yeah, didn't work anyway. <laughs> so anyway, hey, we have Amy Howard here for tonight. Amy Howard is a severe weather photographer based in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Lightning photography became a hobby in 2010 as she channeled the adrenaline caused by fear into an addiction that now fuels her as she pursues supercells across the Plains region of the United States each severe season. Amy's passion for capturing scenes authentic to her experiences has helped her succeed in several art shows and storm photo competitions, recently winning the top spot for 2021 Storm Photographer of the Year. Welcome, Amy. Congratulations. And where do you go from here now? Nice. <laughs> where do I go from here now? Uh, onward and upward, I guess. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it so much. Oh, what are you drinking? And what was your favorite song? Okay, favorite I'm favorite. going low-carb, kind of keto. So I made a horchata which is, uh, well, my take on it anyway. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. It's like a uh, like a rice milk drink that we have out here. But mm-hmm. I substituted uh, heavy cream and whipped vodka. 
and some cinnamon, oh. and it tastes almost exactly like nice. it, just with the kick. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I make it for everybody, you know, when we go camping and stuff. Uh, favorite band? I'm guessing uh, I, I grew up in the 80s, so late 80s or early 90s, uh, so that would be Metallica for me. Wow. Mm -hmm. I would nice. not have expected that from her, would you guys? <laughs> I don't know, but I like her style between the, the drink and the music. I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta go find a way to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> For we sure. Go chasing with you, Amy. What's that? <laughs> we gotta go chasing with you. Hell yeah. So, Amy, tell me about this fear thing, because I mean, like most people, how did the how did the fear start, and then how did you confront it, and why, and all that? It would be uh, I had recurring nightmares as a child uh, with lightning. Like the, it would be right outside my window and, and frying animals and stuff like that. And it was recurrent. So, um, and, and I would, uh, hide under my bed. How old were you? I was about seven. Ooh. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Growing up in New York, you know, you, we didn't see much. We don't have much of a horizon. So it was all, you know, in the sky. Yeah. So after uh, listening to Metallica, did you say, I'm going to go chase these things? Then. <laughs> Ride the lightning, baby. <laughs> How did you get uh, into it? Um, just moving to Albuquerque, pretty much. We have the monsoon out here that's pretty stout some years. We're not as good as Arizona, but we have, we hold our own out here. So um, after picking up a camera in late in the late uh, 2000s, I uh, would set up my tripod at the window and, and do the uh, run and gun method, you know, and just try to catch it with my with my finger. And uh, I had I, we have a two story here, so you know we could see east and west, and I'd get some good shots. And uh, it just progressed from there. After after uh, 2015, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Dora, New Mexico tornado. Um, that Christian Cleary and uh, who else? Marco Rank got. It was a beautiful elephant trunk, white with a with a um, with a rainbow in eastern New Mexico, and it just spurred me. I said, "I can leave my house and do this." <laughs> you know? So that's that's kind of where it went from there. And I've been working on it ever since. And it doesn't scare me anymore, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, Amy. Thank you. So who did you go storm chasing with for the first time? Um, I actually went solo. And I, I would chase in-state. Um, my first tornado was in Santa Fe, of all places. And I was the only one on it. And that's like the best feeling ever was when you have a storm to yourself. So it was a little EF0, but it was a beautiful mesocyclone and the little cone tornado. So that was pretty cool. And then I hooked up with some some awesome people here in, in state that I still go chasing with to this day. I know, I know you know Tim Baca. He was the number he was the number one photographer of the year last year. Yeah. So, you know, it's been a joy to work with those guys and well, we would love to see your winning photos, Amy. We have to see them. Yeah. Um, can you describe them and just where you were when you took them? Okay. Do you have the uh the screen set up. Okay, here we go. So this first one was in uh, Kansas in Ellsworth on May 8th. And the lightning started getting all crazy right at right at sunset. But the sunset itself was one of the best I've seen. Yeah. 
Uh, explain the uh, do do us a favor because yes. this is an audio podcast. That's right. Okay, so so have, sometimes this doesn't translate as well. So yeah, kind of explain what what you liked about the photo, how you uh, why you saw something there. Okay, well it, it's the the trains apparently, and and there's a silos, and it was a little town center in Ellsworth, and I was running to get into position for for more lightning, and I had to I had to stop just because of the the orange glow of the sunset and and the dark clouds above. That's now a I, beautiful photo. That's thank just, you so much. It's, yeah, the colors and everything are really stunning. People need to to go online and check these out. That one tower in the back is it me or does that look like a USB? Does that look like a little fucking <laughs> USB <laughs> thing? You're right. Oh, you're right. It's so it weird. Totally. <laughs> yeah, but the the colors are beautiful. That's that's really a wonderful shot. And I'm I'm always a perfectionist, and I'm still not happy with it, but it made the judges happy. So, <laughs> and this is the one I'll probably I'm going to get printed. My husband loves it, so I I won a thir- twenty by thirty from uh, somebody Mike Elbinks he uses in Arizona. So I'll be getting that one on metal for the hubs. So now how many do you have to? I'm sorry. So how many how many do you have to submit to I mean, is this like I took one shot and I won? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's next because I don't do well in those. <laughs> uh, it was a portfolio of ten. On um, this year it was seven different days. Last year it was had to be ten different days. And I struggled um, getting uh, 10 different days this year for sure because I have I have kids there and uh, I have one in middle school and one in high school and they started going back in person this year I was really lucky uh, with COVID the past two years <laughs> silver linings people um, <laughs> that they were home and remote learning and and hubby was home working from home too so I was able to go out and and practice and all that stuff so uh, this year is going to be rough because they're in school till the end of May, but it's, it's kind of, and I didn't miss a lot of the big days last year. I don't know if you looked at the other uh, contestants on here, but they have some amazing, uh, Phil, I know you've been out there. Um, I missed Earth Day in May, Lubbock, you know, uh, that other big one. But I got, I got a few. I got May 24th and I got uh, York, Nebraska, so I'm happy with that. Well, that, that truthfully, Amy, that gives hope to people like me, right? To know that you don't have to be out there for every single storm, because I don't, right? I, I'm, I get out to the plains usually one week out of the year, and That's then right. otherwise I'm chasing this QLCS crap uh, in my neck of the woods, but... Um, so that gives hope. I think that that's a great yeah. story right there is that it's look a- what you were able to do and you won without having to be out at some of these major, major events. Yeah. I miss Lockett too. Come on now. You know, it, it hurts like hell when that happens, but I just, you got to make do with what you get. So Amy, this, this year I'll be out, uh, after May. So it'll be high in the Northern Plains. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm hoping Wyoming gets some good stuff this year and all those I love that. Amy, what was your favorite photo that you submitted? Um, I do like the uh, minimalist one. Uh, I don't know if you can go to the screen and fast. And there's a little there's a little slideshow arrow on the side. If somebody can do that for me. I don't think I. You actually, that's your screen. So you control that. Okay. You control your screen. So, yeah, you can either. Let me go to it. 
Uh, Go to that tab. Yeah. We, can, we control your bank account, but you. Can- <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. So this one also was uh, May 8th. That was later in the night with that crazy lightning. Wow. Uh, May 20th. This one is my favorite. This was on a, uh, it was a hyped up day. It was, uh, it was supposed to be in uh, Burlington, Colorado. It was supposed to be a crazy supercell that didn't really happen, but um, I dig on the minimalism. So I, I caught this with the last bit of light, you know, right before we had to run kind of thing. Cause this was shot pretty wide. <laughs> so explain, so, explain what we're looking at there. Amy. Okay. So this is just one side of, of the storm. Um, it's the, it's the rain core and then, and then some light just shining through. I love That's it. Beautiful. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it that's is. really nice. I've never seen anything like that before. It's very nice. The judges liked it too. And it's, you know, definitely one of my favorites. I try to see things, you know, uh, in my own way. What What's the elusive shot that you just haven't gotten yet? You're like, oh, I, I'm, you know what? Um, probably uh, the tornado with any good picturesque tornado i'm um they don't like me so i'm working on that this year That's so okay. how about There's some something... secrets okay we we can't let you go amy we can't <laughs> let the storm photographer of the year uh go without trying to help us average joe's out with um being able to take some better photos whether it's with our dslrs or our phones or uh, what, what were some suck. of the secrets? So I, need, so you... I need all the tips. Okay, so I always, <laughs> always use a tripod. That's that's number one. You got to have a good sturdy tripod. That's amazing. Yeah. Even if like, like the storm looks incredible, like you're not just going to take a shot. You're going to take the time to set up the tripod. And I mean, then... usually the ones that I don't, don't come out really well. <laughs> I, starting as a lightning photographer, that's kind of my background is, is having that set up going. Yeah. What specific settings or, or any other tips do you have? Um, it's pretty variable according to the storm. You know, sometimes you have to bump up the ISO to, to get that um, light in there. Otherwise, you know, it's too dark or what or whatnot, but um, at the at the risk of um, having a lot of noise, you probably want a decent low light camera for that. Um, what else? Uh, well, you you talked a little bit about your minimalist approach. <laughs> so, what I guess what are you looking for there, or what would someone be looking for to try and keep it simple? Uh, just just forms that uh, attract your eye. I mean, you know, you can look for patterns in the clouds of Mimatis are, are great. You don't even need a horizon in, in half the stuff if you want to go that route, you know. I've seen plenty like that. Uh, decent light is always a plus, you know. We don't always get that, but it's just a matter of getting out there and, and being on everything you can. And I'm very into tripods. Um, are, are you talking the full-length size? Are you talking like one of these little <laughs> ones here? <laughs> But, uh... I need one of those for my phone. <laughs> That's a perfect phone tripod. <laughs> so I can sit up on the hood of my car and, and do some time lapse. Well, so like that. actually that's, that's a good lead in Maz, because I think that is important. What, what kind of tripod are you using? Because I did make the mistake of having kind of a cheap lightweight tripod uh, with my, 
lightning trigger and the thing fell over in the wind, which you're going to run across, right, when you are chasing oh, yeah. storms, and uh, busted my lightning trigger. So, oh, no. Was it the, so, was it the lightning trigger brand four. name? Four. It was the yeah, four. Yeah, those, lightning well, trigger four. Those mounts yeah. are like glass. Oh, too bad you didn't so, get the five, Phil. That could have changed it all. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> so what, what kind of tripod do you have? What do you recommend? Um, I actually uh, went on uh, keh.com and they have a lot of used gear and I picked up uh, a Gitzo, which is super hot. It's like eight pounds. It's carbon fiber. And I use that for the really heavy inflow, outflow days. And uh, I got it for like 25% off. But you get what, what you pay for with these things, for sure. It's one of those things you, you have to shell out the money for. Um, this year, I picked up a, another one for hiking because it's it's a pain in the butt to lug that. Extra eight pounds. Around. Yeah, extra eight pounds around. <laughs> so I, I picked up an FLM this year, and I've taken hiking a couple times. And it's, you know, if it gets windy, you just spread the legs out a little bit, you know. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Well, well, I'll tell you what, Amy. It's I. We appreciate having you on, and again, congratulations on so much. Uh, the much deserved win because that those are some amazing shots, dude. Everybody, everybody that made the final six was are my buddies. You know, I I would have been happy with any one of them winning, but you know. That's cool. <laughs> well, you 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 get you get to have bragging rights for the next year. That's good. <laughs> So go. where where can our listeners find you and and see your work uh, online or on social media? Well, I started up a new website. It's uh, at uh, enchantedwx.com, and I, I it's in the fledgling stages. Um, I have my entries up on there. I'll be starting a blog. Uh, my socials are all the same thing: enchanted underscore wx on on uh, Twitter and and Instagram. Cool. Yeah. And 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 you know too like our phones they can also serve as great cameras. Yes. But but as you all know they they're also great forecasting tools but that's only if you have the right app. So despite most weather apps getting information from a lot of the similar sources uh, a lot of them are are use a lot of the same data the thing that I hate and you guys might relate to this right is is if you have a weather app and you're going for your daily weather information. And to get the information you want, you're having to, I got to swipe here and then I got to hit this button down here to get the, to get this information. And then I got to swipe up for that. That That's the thing that's really a pet peeve. So with the Atmosphere Weather app, it's amazing what you can see on just one screen without even having to swipe and tap and everything else. Atmosphere Weather's unique difference is it'll show you the weather forecast around a 24-hour clock. So what that means is on one screen, I can see the hourly forecasted temperature, uh, hourly sky cover, precipitation probability, and intensity. Uh, there's a live radar right in the middle of that 24-hour clock. And I can even sync with my calendar events. So without having to swipe or push or whatever, I can see that... You know, my son's got a, a outdoor baseball game at four o'clock this afternoon, and that shows up right on that twenty-four hour clock. So I can also see what's the weather forecast going to be at that point. So I, I, I tell you, if you haven't looked at it, you've never seen anything like it. You can find Atmosphere Weather in your Apple or Google Store, uh, or you can just visit AtmosphereWeather.com. 
for the official weather app of the Stormfront Freaks podcast. So, hey, it's time for a break. And listen, guys, we've got a pre-recorded chat with Storm Photo of the Year winner. Uh, and he is from France, uh, Alexis Maillard. Uh, that's coming up right next. So stay tuned. And uh, we'll be back in the studio with the new Tornado Photo winner of the year. I had an opportunity to meet Alexis Maillard. He's the Storm Photo of the Year winner. He's a storm and wildlife photographer living in France. So check this out. You won uh, the 2021 Storm Photo of the Year. Uh, they, you know, they, they nickname it the Stormies. Tell us a little bit about France and, and what, are, what are you seeing in France? What kind of weather are you seeing in France and that you're taking photos of? Uh, well, in France, uh, the storm season uh, is just at the beginning. Uh, usually, it's the, the high point of uh, storm season is more like June, July, and August. So we only have a f very few storms uh, across the country. So do you consider yourself a storm chaser? Oh, yeah, of course, definitely. So, so curious as to, you know, here in the States, you know, all the various uh, weather models, uh, weather radar, uh, satellite imagery, you know, all that, that we have access to to storm chase in the States. I guess yeah. what tools are you using to find the storms in France? Well, uh, we are pretty lucky. We have a lot of tools that we can use. Um, for a long time, it, it was very difficult because we, for radar, for example, we only have access to very low resolution radar with a big lag, like uh, 20 to 30 minutes. It was still usable, but uh, not, not as good as what you, you've got in USA. For the models, we, we use uh, Americans model like uh, GFS. We have a lot of European models like uh, WRF, uh, CEP, that's a long-term model. And uh, we also have uh, more short-term uh, models also. I think it was in 2017 or 18, I don't remember, our uh, national weather and uh, meteorological um, uh, um, service, uh, which is called Meteo France, has started to allow access to their data. It's not free, of course. And uh, a lot of uh, meteorological websites decided to, to pay for getting that data. And uh, now we have a very, very good uh, weather tools. We can zoom in, zoom out. Uh, we can have more or less uh, roads, cities, river. Uh, we can choose uh, the duration uh, between four hours and uh, 30 minutes. Uh, we can choose the speed of the animation. And uh, it's a very, very good resolution. It barely, it, it's like what you've got now in US. So. You, we don't necessarily take better picture with it, but it's a great tool for sure. And uh, they also develop their own um, meteorologic uh, models. One for the long terms, uh, which is called uh, Arpege, and another one for the very short terms, uh, which is called Arum. And I know it, it has been specifically developed for uh, storm forecast. So it's a very, very powerful tool. Of course, it's not always 100% uh, accurate. Uh, 
it's still a model, but uh, yeah, it's a very powerful tool. So we've we've got uh, we've got all we we need for storm chasing now. So so your radars are updating a lot faster now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah every okay. every five minutes. So are you how how far have you gone to chase storms? Uh, have you st- stayed in France or have you expanded um, out in Europe? Mostly, I stay in France, but uh, we have also a lot of storm in uh, Switzerland, uh, in Italy. Uh, for my part, I only go for now in uh, Switzerland, but I've planned to go in Italy someday because uh, in autumn uh, we've got crazy storms with a lot of uh, water sport, especially near Geneva. It's a very, very famous place for 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 this. Okay. So it's, yeah. it's more like a two to three day chase. Wow. Okay. Sleeping in so, the car, etc. Any any tornadoes? Any uh, any of that 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 you've had a chance to see or that uh, appear anywhere in that region? No. For for my concern, I never see a tornadoes. Few funnels, of course, but um, we have some tornado in France uh, around thirty to forty which are very confirmed every year. Uh, but of course, we cannot compare to, to USA, of course. And uh, they don't necessarily um, happen under supercells, uh, more like in a cold front, you know. Uh, yes, yeah, so, so some of us uh, have already managed to, to take pictures of Tornado uh, in France too. But tell us a little bit as uh, your, your Storm Photo of the Year winner, Tell us a little bit about the photo and, and where it was taken and, and maybe a little story with that. So uh, it was in uh, June last year, by at the end of June, if I remember well. And uh, it was uh, after a short day of chase. I crossed few few supercells, but they were not really that good i i was a little bit too far in the north so i was i was just i was more facing the ffd uh than the the base i, I tried to to go uh in the south and it was the end of the day and uh there was too much traffic jam uh that's really w- one thing you have to consider when you have when you talk about uh, chasing in france and in europe in general i think is that the the population density is is way more higher and our our road are not really straight you know it's a lot of turn and turn and turn so you can't really chase a storm from the very beginning to the end uh, along uh, thousands of kilometers and uh, hours and hours so it's more like you you try to very be good at uh, determine the the best spot where to 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 shoot. You go there, you take the shot, and then you you replace and etc. etc. So it was my I think it was my third or my fourth replacement. The very last uh, storm I chased uh, that day, it was in a vineyard uh, that I really know well. Uh, it offered a very good uh, landscape and very good view to the south. The first storm I take uh, in shot in that specific spot was about 20 kilometers in my southwest, uh, so a bit far away. 
and uh, suddenly there were a little rain draft uh, just few kilometers uh, in the south so i choose to to, to shoot that that uh, that very beginning storms and after a few minutes uh some very big drop of uh rain start to start to to, to hit around me so i know that uh, there are there are definitely something above me so i get a very wide angle a uh, very wide wide angle and uh i hope for for the best and uh boom it it was there so i, I didn't expect to to hit that close but uh yeah uh so, so tell us a little bit visually what uh, what that photo turned out, what it looked like. So you have to to imagine we we are at the end of the day. Uh, it's it's more like the the blue hour, and uh, we have we are in a what we can call a Dutch road uh, in the middle of the vineyard. We have a lightning uh, strike just in front. Uh, he hits a small village uh, at the bottom of the little hill where I am. So in the photo, it, it looks like it's just a few meters, but on, in reality, it's uh, more like uh, hundreds of meters on the small village uh, at the bottom of the hill. So what's your secret, Alexis, on catching lightning? Are, are you uh, just constantly pushing the shutter button? Are you using any kind of lightning trigger? No, uh, definitely a lightning trigger. We have the chance in France to have uh, two two manufacturers. They run very small business in electronics, and they built uh, two different uh, lightning trigger, and uh, they are very 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 good. I use it since uh, two thousand thirteen or fourteen, if I remember well. It's, it's like magic. You don't necessarily get every time the lightning on your photo but it's very, very effective. So what, um, I guess, what kind of tips can you give some of us that are always looking, uh, Alexis, to improve our own photography, um, especially in taking storms? I guess, what, what are some tips you can give us when shooting lightning uh, that you've seen yourself uh, help develop great photos? Well, for specifically for lightning, I would say that you don't have to be at a shutter very high sh shutter speed. Don't get uh, above one eightieth of the second, just uh, below that, that speed. Because if you are uh, at one hundred of a second or more, you not really get lightning on your photo. Uh, drop the ISO to the minimum level. For the majority of camera, it's 100, but it could be uh, could be 50 or even uh, 32 for some Nikon's camera. Get the, the the lower ISO possible. Yeah, the the, the slowest shutter speeds possible too. Uh, I would say that in the day, uh, if you are around uh, one to uh, one twentieth of the second, it's a very yeah, it's it, it for great. It for great. Perfect, and it turned out pretty darn good. So congratulations yeah, that's on, on that win. That's outstanding. So tell uh, tell our listeners how they can find you on social media. Where where can they see more of your work? So uh, I I really active on uh, Instagram. That's mailing where I post uh, photo and story, etc. I have my own website too. Uh, aleximayard.com 
and uh, you can also I have a fa Facebook pages, but not very very active on, on that. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Awesome. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us back again here, Stormfront Freaks podcast. We have an amazing guest, Everett Acapinti. Now, he won the new category for the Storm Photo of the Year contest, which is Tornado Photo of the Year. He currently works as a software project manager in Oklahoma City, and storm chasing and severe weather photography is a passion and hobby, not only for him, but his twin brother, too, since they moved to Oklahoma in 2006. So, Everett, thank you for joining us here on Stormfront Freaks. And, of course, we always have to ask you, what are you drinking tonight? And second, what was your favorite childhood band? All right. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Um, I'll start off with saying that I'm actually drinking a craft soda called Mr. Twister for the occasion. So, um, <laughs> yep, it's my favorite right nice. now. And favorite band, I would have to say would probably be the Beach Boys. I love it. Nice. Yes. Grew up yeah. in Southern California and just stuck with me. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. So Everett, I just have to say for your photo for winning is like, iconic, absolutely stunning and beautiful. Can you tell us about that photo, that day, the chase, everything about it? Yeah, absolutely. So if I remember right, that was just a classic, you know, typical, not too highly um, forecasted or anticipated, like 5% chance for tornado, I believe. And um, I live in Oklahoma City right now and figured three and a half hours or so isn't too far for, for a drive for a chase. So um, in the morning, after getting some work done, packed up the car with my brother, and we head out in his truck. Found ourselves around, I think, Burke Burnett, around noontime, maybe 1 p.m., and storms started firing. And we knew immediately, uh, when a storm immediately has a hook echo, when the, within like the first 30, 40 minutes, you know it's going to be a good day. And so <laughs> got things going and just kind of followed it for a while. And um, storm ended up planting its first tornado of the day within probably two hours of the chase and lo and behold we happened to miss that one um that was our our first uh missed chance for the day um and notoriously my my twin brother actually is the navigator uh of the two of us i tend to like to hold back see what the storm is doing try to anticipate the next move uh too far in advance and so after we missed that first tornado my brother uh told me he's like look we're following my route this time. We're getting close. We're getting underneath this thing. We're not going to miss another tornado. Uh, so about an hour and a half later, sure enough, I'm trying to follow my old roots and say, no, we got to get 20 miles this way so we can get in better position. This is a better road network. And he's like, no, I'm taking control. I've got yeah. this time. So he puts us on a dirt road, probably about four or five miles uh, to the east of the mesocyclone and the develop developing wall cloud. And sure enough, we look right, or we look, uh, I say right, we look towards our west, and I see a little bit of a kind of, I thought it was a fire that was forming, maybe from a lightning bolt to our to our west. 
-hmm. And no, it was actually just little wispy uh, ground circulation from a form, uh, forming tornado that did not even have um, didn't even have a funnel, had no condensation with it. So it was hard to see exactly what was going on. And sure enough, this this tornado went from uh, not even fully condensed to a beautiful rope tornado with helical vortices. And within just a couple of minutes, we've got this beautiful white stove pipe right in front of us. And so we just followed it for the next 45 minutes or so, hour, until it eventually just roped out into a beautiful rain, like rainbow tornado. It's fun, it's Chase. Absolutely gorgeous, Everett. Oh, my gosh. And I just have to say, uh, my twin sister, who I chase with, she's also the navigator, and I'm the one that actually sets the path, too. So we'll have to geek out about twins another time. Um, but absolutely stunning photo. And are you both meteorologists? Like, what is your education when it comes to meteorology? Uh, so if we want to go into the more creepier uh, terms of how twins like to stick together, uh, we actually uh, went to Oklahoma State University, got the same degree, uh, took most of the same classes in uh, business management was our was our field. And so, yeah, just followed each other through school, um, just coincidentally. And through most of our lives, we just kind of used storm, storm chasing as a hobby. Um, of course, always put it happen to be put it be in a situation where we have to put work first but any chance we can get out and go out for you know three or four chases a year we take it who, who took the tests for whom <laughs> depends what class he's stronger in, in math than i was so now what's his what's his what your brother's name uh brother's name is garrett garrett so i was looking back at the picture I, did, I didn't see garrett's name on there anywhere but he got you to the place huh <laughs> he did he did we we okay we've got it's a it's a system we so he is the videographer of the group so he's got his video camera going he's he's rolling the video uh if he's able to get some awesome footage of a tornado he can he can jump up and do and take credit for that i just do the still photography and call it good and it's it's a good system so far did he get a video video of the year he took my question <laughs> oh, he did not <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that's a category in in, uh, in in Mike's contest, but if it if it was, I'm sure he would have tried to submit that, compete against each other. Absolutely. No, that picture was beautiful. I love the contrast in it. Like when you see these photos, for those who are listening, you know it's worth going uh, and and seeing the link of what this photo looks like. The contrast is amazing. Like I feel like that's what makes some really good photos sometimes. And seeing how, you know, the tornado and what's immediately surrounding it is so white and everything else is so dark, but you still see that like lush green and even you know the the dust and the dirt that it's picking up. It's it's just beautiful. There's a lot of different um, colors and stuff going on there. It's it's great contrast. It's a beautiful photo. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Everett, so I have to ask you, what tips do you have for photographers going out, whether shooting on like a fancy camera or just your phone? Take your My, brother. <laughs> right. <laughs> My number one, uh, and I'm still notor notoriously bad at this, is before you get in the, the moments of having a beautiful scene in front of you and wanting to take that photo, make sure it's sharp. Make sure you actually have your, your focus properly. So many times I've gone out and I've chased for five, six, seven hours thinking I've got some wonderful things to post and none of my photos are clear. And I just get a little bit too impatient and it's just you know a product of me not being uh, 
a professional with the type of, of camera that I have. I'm still always trying to figure out new things and learning how to use it the best that I can. Um, so yeah, my number one uh, tip would just be slow down, be patient, make sure you've got your settings on your camera set how you want them before you start actually jumping in. I love that. What and that's so hard to do. I mean, really? Because you're looking at a tornado and you're knowing at any moment this thing could rope out and be gone, right? You've it's that's always my fear. Right? It's like I'm gonna start to take it now. Gonna do it now. That, yeah. So I, I I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I'm sorry, Jen. I jumped on your question. <laughs> no, it's okay. Brains. It's totally okay. I love it. Um. So, what kind of camera do you use, Everett? I use a Nikon D810. I've had about probably three or four years now. Awesome. And what? So what? What was the process of learning the photography part of it? How How did you do that? What What can you tell people on on? Because hey, I won't lie either. DSLRs very intimidating. Um, you know, and especially for for me personally, because I don't get out and storm chase as much as a lot of other people do, but I want to try and get, I want to at least be able to try and get some good images of what I enjoy seeing and what I see, but it's always so intimidating. What, what how'd you get over that? It, it is intimidating. And I mean, my main priority is just wanting a camera that, that does well in low light. Uh, we all know that these chases can ultimately wind down into sunset. So you want a camera that can be able to uh, produce some good quality shots, um, even when it's pretty dark out and it's not too noisy. Um, so I'll admit my biggest resource that I use to learn how to use my camera is YouTube. Um, I just want to be able to, I'm, I'm sure there are people out there that are better at using the camera that I have than I am. And so if I'm able to find some tools or, or tips on how to use it better than I currently know, that's, that's my go-to. So come growing up. Oh, go ahead, Maz. I was going to say, how do you stay focused? Well, if I start on YouTube, it's like nine hours later and I'm like looking at cabbage or something. I'm like, how did I even get here? That's a good point. Most of the time I'm watching a video and they're just telling me what the last guy said. I'm like, that doesn't really help me a whole lot. So I just keep pick picking until I find one that works. Yeah. So you said you earlier you grew up in Southern California and you're in Oklahoma now. So what was the reason for... The shift, the change, the move, you know, how you got to you got to fill us in a little bit more there. It's it's a fairly unique story. Um, so my my brother and I, we grew up just loving watching storm stories. We'd freak out if we got a rare hail hailstorm in California. Those were like one in every seven years, I felt like. And so my parents knew that my brother and I just grew up with a passion with weather and they felt like they would they we'd be better off you know, following through with that passion. Whether that meant a career or not, who knows? Um, but we know that, I say we, I'm, I'm impl implying my brother and I, but um, on the last day of school in sixth grade, my parents came and picked us up from school. We're happy at summer break. Only our car had a U-Haul behind it and our house was entirely packed up to the brim. And they said, mm -hmm. hey, we're, we're going out to dinner right now. We're saying goodbye to our friends and family and we're moving to Oklahoma right now. Store storm or not storm season but storm alley and tornado valley and hey, this is what you've always been interested in let's give it a shot your parents moved where they lived so you guys could pursue your weather interest you guys are like an award-winning wow. family we got to give like a <laughs> mom and dad of the year award to i'm like who does that that's incredible 
through the years, I've, I've kind of acknowledged it a little bit more or, or reflected on it a little bit more. It's like they removed themselves from their family, their comfortability, their careers in order to put the, our family that's, that's just growing in age into an environment and an atmosphere that perhaps can grow into something that, you know, worthwhile, right? So they gave, us, gave it a shot and they made it work for us. So I'm grateful so for it. Yeah, that's incredible. Are your parents still there or have they moved back since like, we're out of here? This is ridiculous. My parents are five minutes up the street from me. That's amazing. So that's they, they liked it. They, I mean, they, that, that had to require a job change and everything. And that's, you know, I'm assuming pre-COVID, right? When remote work wasn't so easy. Like, that's a lot to balance. That's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, are you, so tell me, are you uh, giving them your metal uh image of the tornado are you giving gifting that to them you know all the credit does go i'm to putting them. you on the spot yeah maybe a little bit um i don't i don't know about this one though <laughs> you're, you're gonna give it to your brother right oh yeah he can hold on to it for a little bit never have your parents been chasing with you a few times they have yeah so uh, my my brother and i of course, when we moved here, um, we weren't of the age of being able to drive yet. And so in order to learn how to storm chase better and just kind of dive into what storm chasing is like, my parents drew, drove us around for the longest time. Um, oh, and actually, today is the 10-year anniversary of the first tornado outbreak that we experienced in western Oklahoma. And that was when we just went out with my parents driving. I've got an iPhone 3G in my pocket, and we've got twin tornadoes right in front of us. It's oh pretty neat God. experience, yeah. I bet your auto insurance care hates you. <laughs> the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, last question, Everett. You, you've given us some photo tips, but you can't win tornado photo of the year without seeing a tornado. So, uh, what? What's your secret for finding your target spot? Uh, that's a tough one. If I'm being honest, I've only seen probably a handful of tornadoes in the last few years. Um, so for the most part, you just got to find the right storm, uh, the one that looks the best, the one that seems to not be contaminated by other surrounding storms. And you just got to hope that you're in the right position. Um, like I'd mentioned, uh, there's been times in the past where I like to get too ahead of the storm and I miss some things. And so this main, this storm in particular, the locket storm, was just kind of luck of the draw for us. Um, still learning the ropes when it comes to forecasting and figuring out where the right uh, ingredients are for being able to choose which storm to be on. So once we, we've kind of locked onto a storm, we just stick with it and just hope that we've picked the right one. Very, uh, honesty is the best policy. That's good. That's good. So where can our listeners find you and your work uh, online or social media? Yeah, right now on Instagram, we've got an account called tornado underscore twins. And that's where we, we keep most of our content. God, Jen's like, oh, you took my idea. Damn it. That's <laughs> We're the good. sister twins, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, that, okay. Go. That's good. So, hey, so our team, Everett, uh, we're gearing up for our own Stormfront Freak Storm Chase uh, here in late May. And at helicity.co slash SFF, they've got a huge selection of some really creative weather and storm themed uh, T-shirts gear, merchandise. They got a lot of cool stuff, including Stormfront Freaks shirts and beverage containers. So if you go to the exclusive site, 
helicity.co slash sff. Uh, you're going to be able to earn 5% off your entire order. And while you're there, click on the Brands tab, and that's where you're going to find all your Stormfront Freaks favorites. Again, that's at helicity.co slash sff. So it is time for our final break, uh, but we've got more to come, including hashtag weatherfools and weathertrobot 5000's upgrade. Tornado Titans is where we capture incredible skies, and we teach you to do it too. It's coming right for us. Get ready for the Titan U Minute. So you want to take your storm photography more seriously, but you don't know where to start. You're shopping for lenses online and, well, it's all so confusing. Hey everyone, it's Sanner, and today I'm going to give you some basic guidelines for storm photography lenses to buy. First things first. Let's get a bit of photography lingo out of the way. We're going to talk a lot about focal lengths, and in particular, the 35mm equivalents. Just know this represents how wide a lens is. The smaller the focal length number, the wider the lens. And when we're talking about width, we're talking about how much it can see in terms of the horizon. So with that said, let's get this party started. Typically, most lens manufacturers have two types of lenses you're going to find extremely helpful for storm photography or videography. The first type of lens is the wide standard zoom. Typically these are around 24 millimeters and a 35 millimeter equivalent on the wide end with the zoom from anywhere to 70 to even 120 millimeters on the other end. The main lens I shoot with is a 24 to 120 millimeter lens which gives me a ton of zoom range to work with when photographing and videoing storms. This type of lens should absolutely be in your toolkit. It's the standard bearer. It's the rock you lean on. Get it. However, sometimes storms are gigantic and I find myself really wanting a much wider angle. An ultra wide zoom should also be in your toolkit with a wide angle focal length of somewhere between 14 and 16 millimeters. At this width, you get a near 180 degree angle of view, which means you can capture the entire horizon, which is helpful for when storms are close. As a helpful hint, I tend to shoot with the ultra wide about 40% of the time. So if you can, grab one of each of these lenses I just talked about for your toolkit. We have a lot of educational materials on tornadotitans.com. That's tornadotitans.com. Come check out Titan U, where you can learn all about storms, storm spotting, and also you can watch us chase from the comfort of your home. Visit us at tornadotitans.com. This is Michael Binsky, Emmy-winning photographer and filmmaker of Storm Chasing and Time-Lapse Films, lesser-known wedding photographer, and you are listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the Welcome back to the Stormfront Freaks podcast, and it is time for Weather Fools. This is a segment where we get to show people doing incredibly stupid or sometimes amazing things, depending on your perspective. So we're going to go ahead and kick things off. So the first one is one that I actually have, and this is a guy who posted a video on Instagram, and he says, almost went for a ride today at Black Creek Golf Course. Now, 
when you see what's happening with this weather, I'm going to kind of wonder why the guy thought it was a good day to go play golf. And this is what I think qualifies him as a weather fool. So let's go ahead and take a look and see what kind of conditions he's dealing with on the golf course. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's nasty. Yeah. It's, so so a, he's on the a deck breeze, of folks. the clubhouse. He's like out Whoa. on the porch. <laughs> he's on the porch of like the clubhouse or something. What I love about this one is how the trees almost look like they snap and break that's like crazy. broccoli, <laughs> like overcooked broccoli. They're just gone. And yeah, then that's a, whoop, there goes the roof. Just nonchalant. There goes the clubhouse says, roof. Yeah, yet I'm still roof. safe here on the porch. On yes. the porch. Yeah, it's incredible. I thought that was a uh, an interesting perspective. So, so Serena, I will say this. That was one of mine. And and I would I would probably and and I don't even know if this is going out on a limb I would probably rate that the biggest weather fool of all time. Like it's a good like one. he's on a porch when the whole freaking clubhouse is coming apart. Yeah, that's yeah, those are like rough. at least hundred mile an hour winds. Those are insane. The trees are snapping like there's like they're nothing. I mean, the, like in half, and he's just on the porch and boop. There goes the roof, and it flies over his head and lands on the ground in front of him. He just hit a hole in one, though, and he is feeling lucky. That's right. (laughs) Must be. He doesn't think the heavy stuff's coming out for a while, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Buying that round for everyone. Sorry I took one of yours there, Phil, but uh, I hear you may have another one queued up. Wait, no, I got to hear Maz do that line. I don't think the heavy stuff's going to come down for a while. Perfect. All right. So, so mine is not a video. Uh, MJ, you'll appreciate this up in Minnesota. Uh, so okay. Matthew do Matthew ducks, Matthew do D U X. He says, "Ugh, Minnesota twins, uh, baseball team have a severe thunderstorm warning issued for the stadium and ump still send out players out in the eighth lightning flashes as the at bat starts. And then they send everyone to the dugouts. Now grounds crew dealing with lightning while putting tarps down. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of our previous guests, Kevin Kleisel, uh at University of Oklahoma, um, he's, he's big on event safety and, and uh, even working at Miami University Athletics, uh, taking some of his stuff into play in our, our policies. But he says MLB, Major League Baseball, continues to fail where weather is concerned. And then he says, hey, Mike Trout, can you help? Because uh, Mike Trout's a, a big weather nut as well. But uh, So just Major League Baseball, of all the sports, is the one that there's, they're even under a thunderstorm warning, and they still don't send people to safety <laughs> until they see the lightning strike. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. I was watching on TV, but I saw that game. And, you know, we've had we've had the Twins meteorologist, Mace Michaels, on yep. uh, oh, yeah. on our show. And they had done a story with him earlier in the day on, on one of the TV stations. Um, and, and he made that comment again that he, he tells them things, but it's the umpires that make that decision, that final call. Yep. And so, yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's it's not so good. Wild. Not good. And dangerous. All right. Good one. All right. So, Jen, I hear that you have got a couple for us as well. I do. And thank you, Serena, for showing them on your screen. So what we're looking at now, this is Reed Timmer. This was from March 31st. Um, the QLCS tornadoes, they were intercepting in Louisiana and southern Mississippi. But 
as you play this, you're going to watch this. So you're watching and it's really hard to chase QLCS tornadoes as well because they're a part of a line. Uh, what you're seeing here is he's like, you know, close enough for a storm chaser, but you're watching cars driving under like trucks, 18 wheelers. Oh, yeah, like barely missing it and there's more coming you see these cars have no idea the weather what's going on that there's a tornado right there and it's it's scary i think it's really crazy and i think it's easy for i think some people that aren't chasers and meteorologists to pay as close attention as we do but qlcs tornadoes are very dangerous just because you know you can't see them out in a field somewhere or even in uh, mississippi and louisiana there's a lot of trees around too so it was really crazy uh, seeing that. So anybody driving during that are weather fools. They're, they're <laughs> always hard because they're they're in the rain. But I want to know how that f***er figured it out, damn it. I, know. Like I, oh, I hate chasing that stuff, yet I still do it. Yes. I still do it. Oh, darn it. I know. I, I do it too. I'm a hypocrite a little bit. Okay, so this is from... Um, yesterday or no this is uh today for so there's been you know a dynamic storm system across the u.s and blizzard in parts of south dakota crazy wind and zero visibility so playing this out basically why i call him a weather fool it, this is a amazing footage but the wind look at that i know it's not like a severe thunderstorm but there could still be debris and stuff hitting him um anybody driving on this um would be a weather fool too but just him standing out in this you just don't know it's being whipped up by the wind and plus it would hurt anyway with it being that cold blowing the snow around like not somewhere where you would want to be so, so jen, I, yes jen you're from atlanta see mj and ice fish is it like this yeah, oh, yeah. Really? No, absolutely <laughs> we grew up in that yeah absolutely but you're not yeah, ice fishing too. Standing yeah. in the road like here i think the big part about this is you can see it's white out conditions it's literally white out i mean you don't even know what you're looking at until there's a little bit of a break and you see some trees and stuff like that you That's can fish deal. in the road though you can <laughs> up there it's okay just, maybe it's you just can a little, up there just a little wind <laughs> just a little snow it's really not that bad yeah well <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to be in the road considering what we saw you know on we, what we've seen in other recent videos so could be worse <laughs> it could be worse all right well if you want to check out those weather fools which it's that's a good selection this week go ahead to stormfrontfreaks.com and click on the show notes for episode 155 Now it is time for Trollbot, Weather Trollbot 5000, who recently has um, up gone or up gone. Yeah, that's a word. Who's recently gone through <laughs> a little bit of an upgrade we hear about, which is good. I mean, what do you expect? This is something that we pulled from a garage sale and used to have meteorologists help meteorologists translate and say what they really want to say. And she went through some problems recently. She's had a few speed bumps, but I hear she's back better than ever, Phil. Phil, yeah, yeah, so how is she up gone? How is she up? Yeah, gone? I don't know how she's up gone. Maybe she's down gone. I don't know. We'll let she's Phil a product it. of a garage sale. She could be uh, anything for yeah. all we know. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so yeah. So, uh, Serena, and, and last time we had Weather Trollbot on, we, were, we really had some issues. We had to uh, boot her up in safe mode. And uh, so she, her speaking voice was really kind of hard to hear, it was very robotic. Um, but so I, we, we took some of this money that we got from Garrett and Angela and Dan, our Patreon members. And, uh, I Thanks, took her guys. in, 
I took her into uh, eye repair, and I said, "Hey, I know she's old. I know you know, but what can you do with her?" So they upgraded her. So we've got like she looks the same, but she's gonna sound freaking amazing tonight for you. Uh, she's got a total upgrade. So I've got two uh, weather trollbot options to share with you guys, and so one is from our good friend James Spann. Uh, James Spann from ABC 33 in Birmingham, meteorologist down there. Uh, he got a, I don't know if this is Facebook, or it might actually might be an email from Lisa Richards. And so we're, we're not going to, we're, we're going to put you under the bus if, uh, if you're going to do <laughs> stupid <laughs> like this. Uh, so no. she, says, <laughs> she says to James Spann, why was you on TV and no tornadoes warning and I missed my show Family Feud? You dirt wad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> dirt wad. Dirt yes. So so I'll repeat. Here's here's what she typed. Why was you on TV and no tornadoes warning? And I missed my show Family Feud, you dirt wad. <sighs> so our our you know serena as you alluded to our our weather friends they're always very professional and nice when they respond on social media you guys have all seen it right and and james no different very professional um uh, said dear lisa sorry you missed family feud today i'm actually happy we didn't have a quote unquote tornadoes warning at the time thanks for taking the time to write and hope you have a better day tomorrow your pal quote unquote dirt wad <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Nice. <laughs> so so if you're not familiar with weather troll by 5000 so we're gonna we're gonna kind of input all this information into weather troll by 5000 and she's gonna kick out what james really was thinking uh when he was responding to this troll do so we, we upgrade gotta... the potty mouth chip yeah, i don't know <laughs> I, bet I, I don't i don't think so i'm ready <laughs> Here is what James was really thinking. Why wow. did you drop out of school in fourth grade? Love, the dirt wad. <laughs> I love it. I love her voice, her accent. Yeah. Oh, that was nice. So she's a little, so she's a, she's kind of fancy now, right? She is fancy. Classy. A little, fancy, little like fancy, yeah. fancy yeah. British weather trollbot. Um, <laughs> okay. So, so that was that. So he was just wondering why she dropped out of fourth grade. Uh, so next one. This comes from one of our listeners, by the way, Clarence Smith, uh, says, uh, this is Delilah on Twitter. She is at Miss Kindle Fire. Delilah. She said, hey, the worst part, and a very similar issue, by the way, because um, she was responding to WDRB in Louisville, Kentucky, and this mm -hmm. was just uh, yesterday, by the way, where they did have a little drop-down uh, tornado and some winds from this uh, QLCS that I horribly chased. Uh, Delilah says, the worst part of having stormy weather is listening to the local meteorologist go on and on for an hour as if we're all signed up to take a class. I guess I won't get to watch Bang Big Bang Theory tonight. <laughs> womp womp. I know. <laughs> it reruns all the time. So, so Bryce Jones, Bryce is a meteorologist at WDRB. Uh, he replied back, very professional. Right, he, he took some time to think through this before he typed. He said, oh, darn, Delilah, what a shame. Maybe the family that lost their house to the tornado last night can come over and watch Big Bang Theory at your place since it's still standing. 
Nice. Ooh, wow. I like good that. comeback. That's good. That was pretty wow. good. I like that. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead. We'll uh, punch that in. Here is what Bryce was really thinking. I want to shove some in dynamite between your ears and watch Big Bang. You heartless <laughs> Wow. She does class up the joint. White. It just sounds yes. so much better coming from her. She does, Bryce. Yeah, okay. So Big Bang right there, I guess. So, that's one so, so what do you guys think of the upgrade? Do we, we keep that upgrade or do, do I need to take her back to the eye repair shop? No, oh, I like worth the another upgrade. shot. Yeah. yeah, keep it. Yeah, All right, let's do it. It's like, like having it. Hermione yell at me. I like it. <laughs> Send me a postcard. Drop me a line. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. All right, MJ. What do we got in the oh, freak fan box? Well, you know, Phil, we you actually went out and asked our Patreon members for some feedback, um, the, and we love our Patreon members uh, like crazy, and they gave us uh, some feedback. And except Curtis. Uh, I got a little issue with Curtis tonight, I think. Yeah, well, unfortunately, <laughs> Curtis is the one that I'm going to talk about. So, <laughs> so, so Curtis uh, gave us some feedback. Says, uh, Phil, uh, love, he loves Weather Troll Bot. There we go. We just had that tonight for you, Curtis. Uh, storm you go, Chaser Mass. or Porn. Drinking Episodes. <laughs> Twister Into the Storm, etc. Educational Series. Uh, skip, read, others. Um, any episode that has a guest with high energy. Um, Curtis goes on and says, honestly, Phil, there's nothing that I dislike about the podcast. I mean, sometimes you get guests that are dull, but it's bleeping impossible to get a unicorn guest every damn show. Wow. I like it enough that we started the PDS podcast and try not to rip you off every show. Uh, (laughs) I think you all do a great job with everything and I hope to meet you in person in tornado alley this May. So thank you. You want us in tornado alley? Is that the deal? Like he wants, maybe that's the thing. <laughs> then we to see you in Tornado Alley. Then he can rip us off. Podcast, right? There you go. No, thank you, Curtis. That's I thank me. you. I don't know what Phil's thinking tonight, but no, I, no, I loved it. I I asked for it, so that's. I, I guess you get what you ask for. You did. Uh, but no, that's good. And and uh, Curtis, so he he does have a great podcast, the PDS podcast. Um, uh, which is good as well. And I, I responded back to him. I said, you know, um, oh, now I can't think of the saying. What's uh, flat, uh, whatever is the best form of uh, flattery? Um, imitation. 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 Yes. There you go. So, hey, still, still, if there's something you like that we're doing, can take it. We don't have a copyright on it. We don't have enough money to do that. So, um, all right. So, you got anything else, MJ? No, we'll share it. We'll share. Um, I'll share another one of those next uh, next episode. So. Cool. All right. Well, I think that just about does it uh, for this episode of Stormfront Freaks podcast. We always thank you for listening and watching. Uh, But before I announce who our next guest is going to be, if you like the show, don't forget to follow the Stormfront Freaks podcast. And that'll just help you get notified, receive the latest episodes of the show uh, right when it gets released. It'll be delivered right to your podcast player. Um, Or you can find all the podcast player options at stormfrontfreaks.com. And please do us a favor. Tell tell a friend about the show. Uh, Those of you that are going to be out chasing this spring, 
Uh, tell your Chase buddies when you're out having dinner at Applebee's afterwards or wherever you go. Um, uh, we'd love it if you just said, hey, you guys listening to these guys while you're out on the road. Uh, even if you don't listen to us, you can at least lie, and that's okay. We'll, we'll take that. <laughs> uh, you, you can also visit stormfrontfreaks.com to find our Patreon link, and that's how you can check out all the ways we can do more with you and how you can help support the show, um, whether it's the live access to view and chat during our raw video recordings uh, like we're doing live right now tonight. Uh, or it's the exclusive merchandise, uh, Curtis, and I love Curtis. I just, I just, he's in Canada, and I just spent like a hundred bucks to send him a, a Stormfront Freaks duffel bag uh, tonight. <laughs> so, so he knows I love him. Uh, but you, all, all kinds of cool Stormfront Freaks merchandise that's exclusive. Yeah. So, like one of the things we give away. Uh, and so this is going to be coming. I, I think uh, Garrett and Angela, this will be coming to you guys here soon. Is uh, we got a cool Adidas duffel bag that's got a Stormfront Freaks uh, embroidered uh, patch and everything on it. So uh, all kinds of cool stuff that that we're giving away to this group. Uh, but I just want to thank them because it, it's really, I'll be honest, the, the whole Patreon thing was something that for a while I wanted to avoid. I, I thought, you know, if, if we need to try and obviously earn a little money to pay for all the expenses of the podcast and, you know, try to do some giveaways when we go to shows and stuff like that. Uh, I, I just thought if, if we did like advertisements and things like that, that could help support the show. Um, and it's a lot of work uh, to constantly be at, you know, asking businesses and stuff, Hey, you know, can, you know, want to partner up and do stuff like that. And I just started watching so many other chasers and so many other people in the weather industry that started doing Patreon with their fans and a way to really do kind of fun stuff to interact with the, the people that you really want to interact with, which are the people that have really learned to like you. And so those are exactly the people that we like as well. And so we did it and we started doing it. And, and uh, I, can't, I can't be happier with, with the people that are supporting us right now and the people that we've got. And uh, I know Garrett and Angela here are, are live in the, the studio with us. And, and we got Curtis in, in the, the green room or in the um, chat tonight watching us live and, and others as well. So I just want to th say thank you because it's, it's really cool. Uh, it's kind of a neat feature that, uh, that we've added. Um, you can also subscribe to our YouTube page. So if you're not familiar with that, uh, you can go to uh, youtube.com slash stormfrontfreaks, and you can watch all of the recordings of our show. So we call it Stormfront Freaks Raw. Now, our Patreon members get exclusive access to watch it live, as well as for the next month. They're the only ones that can have access to see it and stream it. Um, after a month is up, then we'll post it to the public, and then, and then they can see it and watch it as well. So you can go to YouTube.com slash Stormfront Freaks and see all of the past shows with all of our, I think our number, wasn't our number one person, MJ, who was who our number one most watched? Oh, Remember who it was? I think it was from the... Was it what one of our Weather Channel folks? It was, yeah. Go on, I might find it. Anyway, but uh, anyway, you can watch all of those, and you get to see and listen to all the stuff that gets edited out, like the curse words that MJ is going to have to edit out for the audio podcast yep. that I did tonight, which probably a little. I've been drinking a little more tonight than I normally do, so that's probably why. But uh, so you can check that out. Special thanks to our uh, guest tonight, uh, Alexis Amy Everett. Uh, that was a lot of fun. You guys asked some good photo questions, too. All of you did. So uh, that was good. And let's find out how our, our fans can follow us and find your content. So, Jen, I'll start with you. Where can people follow you? 
Uh, Twitter is at jwatson underscore wx. Uh, Instagram and TikTok. Um, I forgot to. I've been forgetting to add TikTok, but um, both are Jennifer Weather. Oh, you got a TikTok too. Okay. Nice. MJ, how about you? Well, I'm going to start off with Stephanie Abrams is our, uh, I, I believe, is our number That's one. That's who it was. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. And so. uh, and then I'll say at Mark Stormpod, Twitter. Very good. All right, Serena. Yep. So I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and now TikTok. TikTok. Everything TikTok. is TikTok. Weather Serena, W-X, and then C-Y-R-E-N-A. So what are you doing? What, what are you guys doing on TikTok, Jen and Serena? How are you guys using that? I'm not doing it. I started Dance. it a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. I, I do some fun things. The The big one that I got um, probably over 60,000 views was a Hurricane Hunter uh, flight that I repurposed, um, which did really well. So hmm. yeah. nice. And here I am just shuffle dancing for nothing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Everybody shuffling. Oh, that was great. <laughs> no, it should have been this. It should have been this. <laughs> down to the basement <laughs> all right Maz how about you how can people find you uh, Twitter at moneystorm the number four you and your home address <laughs> oh <laughs> close Aunt Meg's house very good so um, I'll tell you what so I think that about does it for um, oh I forgot to our next guest right so hey this is cool now I'm gonna let you guys know I've been I've been working on this for years and I finally went back to and decided to do it so in two weeks we're recording April 28th with Svet Ross Lazaro from the comet met ed website um, so you know the oh, met ed website cool. that's got all those free classes on weather, meteorology, atmospheric science, all kinds of cool stuff that you can just jump on and learn and take these classes uh, for free. He's going to be on the show, so we'll be able to ask him all kinds of questions about these resources and what's available and all that stuff. So our Patreon members, you can join our raw recording live, and the edited audio podcast will be available to everyone else the following Sunday. So hey, Phil? for M, yeah, huh? can I hear yeah. can I hear Weather Trollbot again? <laughs> uh which one yeah sure let me see I, I gotta i have to do replay that's kind of how it works with her here is what bryce was really thinking i want to shove some and dynamite between your ears and watch big bang you heartless b there you go. <laughs> she's growing on me i'm just saying right now you know? <laughs> <laughs> all right so for mj and jen and maz serena angela and garrett are still with us as well uh, I'm going to signal the all clear and we'll catch you guys next time. Good night, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. And watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive storm chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.